When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Stokes here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast, your daily dose, or I guess not daily dose, but your three times a week dose of trading goodness, tips on how to become a better trader, a better entrepreneur, and hopefully a better person in general. If you guys are brand new to the podcast, it is available on all music streaming and podcasting apps. So your Spotify's, your Apple's, your iHeartRadio's, your SoundClouds, whatever carries podcasts, you can find it on that site or that app. And of course, it's also on YouTube for you guys that like watching videos of a picture, I guess. Um, But either way, I appreciate you supporting the show. If you haven't done so already, if you're on YouTube, make sure you hit that like button, make sure you share it. And if you're listening to this on another app, share it as well. But also, please leave me a rating and a review. Also, because we just finished up a four-day workshop, make sure you head over to www.tier1trading.com backslash free if you want some free content, including uh, trading webinars and trading workshops. Trust me, amazing stuff over there, stuff that we're giving away for free that is more valuable than courses that cost thousands of dollars. So don't waste that opportunity. Now, as I just mentioned, we just finished up our four-day workshop, Bridging the Gap, and I was taking some time this afternoon to really... uh, I guess I don't want to say get up to date on my content creation because I'm I'm never going to be up to date. I'm, I'm continuously creating content and pushing it out, so I'll never kind of reach that carrot. But I guess catch up since I've been spending a lot of time preparing for the workshop and, of course, working with our traders on the Tier 1 trading platform. And I was implementing a new strategy today, right? For you guys that follow me on social media, I do a lot of quick tip videos, right? And these are videos there between usually one to two minute long, um, where they're just kind of a quick daily trading uh, tip where it's like, hey, risk management is important. Hey, there's no perfect system, stuff like that. A little something to kind of give you a boost to, to get your day going. And that's something that's very important to me because if you know my story, that's really how I got started in um, really coaching. This is well before I ever planned on coaching. Back when I first graduated college, it was me and a few of my friends, and we were all unemployed and in in a slightly dark place mentally because we couldn't get a job. And we decided to get together and just share daily quotes, right? I've always heard and read places that, you know, start your day with a positive and the rest of your day will follow. So what we did was we would share a daily quote via text, whatever like that, and it would help motivate us and, and cheer us up for the day to come. And we kind of kept evolving that and we took it to the next level where we said, hey, this is really working for us. We kind of feel inspired. We're motivated. We're no longer depressed. Um, 
let's do this for the world, right? So we started a, a website and we would share daily quotes on the website and we give a little bit of a kind of a write up about what it means to us. Hey, I like this quote because in my life, blah, 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 blah. And it was something for us and whoever was interested in kind of inspiration and motivation and empowerment to get started. Um, and eventually that, that evolved into more of a trading type of deal as I ventured down my path of becoming a trader where the daily quotes became more trading specific, business specific. And as I was going through another dark period of really struggling with my trading, these new daily quotes, uh, and they were more trading specific for the most part, kind of served as an energy boost. Like, hey, Akil, keep at it. Keep your head up. You're going to get this trading thing. So knowing that it's had a massive effect on my personal journey, uh, and it still does, by the way, um, I wanted to do something similar to you guys, since many of you guys are following my footsteps. So I've been doing it on Twitter and um, Instagram a lot. Not so much on Instagram because it's a hassle. Uh, Twitter, it's it's very easy to automate. Um, and I decided today that I wanted to. I have a very big community on Facebook, and I don't really utilize Facebook that much. I decided to really do a test and start running these daily uh, inspirational tips on Facebook as well. Typically, Facebook is better for long form content. That's why I stay away from Facebook. It's like um, Instagram, Twitter, short form content, really kind of quick hit videos, YouTube, Facebook, longer term, because people spend more time on those platforms. They, they purposely go to those platforms for those reasons, especially YouTube. But I decided to do it anyway, because I don't really care about that type of stuff. I just want to bring positive information to people. And um, so I got about 100, I did about four today, right? And, and uh, these quick hit videos are, are taken from videos that I previously did on YouTube. So imagine the, the long form content, I may do a 15 minute or a 30 minute video, and then I'm going through there and, and trying to grab either one or a handful of two minute clips. It's a very long process to create these videos. And I've been doing this for about, it's about two and a half years or now, or, or a year and a half at least, and I'm up to about 148. So in order to start this anew on Facebook, where I haven't produced any of them, I've got to upload 148 um, videos to Facebook. And because I'm not really, really lazy, I, I, need, I want to write a little caption and, and, and give my two cents on them as well. And that's going to be a time-consuming process. And I thought about something um, that Jason Greystone did the other day, right? So we've all got two kids here. I mean, Jason Greystone's got two. I've got two. Darren's got two. Charles has two, right? We all have got two kids here at Tier 1 Trading, and, and, and Jason's are the oldest. My two are, are about five and one. Um, so they can't really do too much. His are a little bit older. And while we were working on some promotional content for the Bridging the Gap workshop, um, something I wanted to do was a, a, a video, a video between Jason and myself kind of introducing you and welcoming you to the workshop. Um, the problem is, right, Jason's in London. I'm in the U.S., so I'm not just going to fly out there to do a, a quick recording and fly back, um, although that would be a business expense, I suppose. It's just not a great use of my time. So we decided to record the videos remotely. And what I did was I sent my copy over to Jason to put together um, to make it look nice. And I sent it to Jason. And probably in about 30 minutes later, if that, he shot it back to us, say, hey, it's ready. And we watched it. And, and, and usually, you know, when we do stuff on short notice and we rush it, it comes out kind of, eh. Um, but I watched him like, man, Jason, that was quick and it came out really good. He said, don't thank me. Thank the boy, which is how he returned, uh, uh, refers to his son. 
And I said, really? Your son did this? And I remember a conversation. I hope I'm not getting, not getting too personal here. But I remember, um, no, no, he shared this in his Always Free podcast and newsletter, right? Jason been recently homeschooling his, his kids. I'm not sure if it's one or both, but homeschooling his kid um, for a few different reasons. But mainly because, like myself and, and like Darren and like Charles, I would suppose, like we just have zero trust in the educational system actually teaching um your kids what they need to know. Now, my kids are going to go to school, right? Mainly because I don't want them in the house. Um, <laughs> that's the main reason I, the, the social aspect are there. I'm really big. Um, my life was kind of formed uh, from being in a very urban area and then being taken out of that very urban area and p- being put in a school, which is in the middle of the ghetto. But it was a private school with a different type of person there, if, if you kind of get what I'm saying. And then going back to a public school for high school, which was all urban, all minority, um, and then going to college, which is a melting pot of everything, but mostly, you know, mostly not minority. Um, So I've had the experience of bouncing back and forth between different scenarios. And I I think it's important in life that you can adjust and and you you are able to adapt with, uh, with different people. I'm also a big sports nerd. I know you can do sports by even if you homeschool, but mainly I want my kids out the house. Um, but Jason's been doing this cool thing where, you know, he's been taking the time to teach his kid um, just about business and uh, finances, financial education, just the, the stuff that we should be learning in school. And it was cool that he had his kid do the video. And it made me start thinking towards the future. Right? I'm, I'm all about teaching my kid how to work. Right. I was a hustler when I was little. I, I, I my first uh my first business was buying pencils, you know, little orange pencils. I would shave off the yellow part or whatnot, and then I'd draw on them, and I'd sell them back to my, my classmates for like a quarter, something like that. And that's how I started. In high school, it got even bigger where I was, you know, uh, I, I saw that. We, we sold two type of cookies in the dining hall. There was like a sugar cookie, and there, I guess there was, a, there was three. There was a macadamia nut, but no one liked those. There was a, a sugar cookie and a chocolate chip cookie, and everyone wanted, uh, I think it was a chocolate chip cookie. Um, so when the dining thing opened, the chocolate chip cookies would go real fast and you pay like a dollar 50 for these cookies or something like that. And you get like three of them and they're good because they're so warm and delicious and sugary and right. Um, and I noticed that they would always go fast. What I would do is I would stand in line. I would get in line earlier. Sometimes I would skip lunch. Um, I'd get in line earlier. I'd, I'd buy some sugar cookies and I'd wait for the supply to run out and the demands to, to, to still be there. And I would sell the cookies that I bought for $1.50 for like two fifty and make a quick buck. And I'd go back and buy another thing of cookie for myself or, or two other things of cookies for myself. Right. And then I got even smarter where instead of me standing in line, because that was a waste of time, I wanted to eat food. I would pay people to stand in line for me, do the same thing, give them a cut, give them a free cookie, whatever it may be. Right. This was kind of my first experience into really being an entrepreneur. I didn't know it at the time. But as I think back now, I'm like, that's genius. I I made money and I saved time. That's exactly what you want in a business. Right. You want to run a business that produces you money. A true entrepreneur, a business owner, um, doesn't have their time wasted by running their business. It is it is automated in, in a way where other people are doing it for you. It was, it was perfect. Um, and then I went on to selling mixtapes. I was a DJ, did all this stuff, even up to college where I was a, um, an audio engineer, where I created a, a music studio in our dorm, in our suite, and recorded artists and, and charged them money for all that stuff, right? Um, and as I think about getting my son onto that same path. And I think it's going to be difficult because these were, these world, this world is different. I think kids are a lot lazier than they used to be. Um, I thought about having him work for me. And I always talk about one of the benefits of, of being a trader, right? I, well, let's say this. I, I've always valued real estate investment 
over trading um, because trading is a skill. Um, you have to, in order for, let's say, my, my, any, of, any of my sons to be successful at trading, they have to acquire this skill. Um, but everyone doesn't have a passion for it. If you don't have a passion for it, you just don't want to do it to do it. That defeats the purpose of, of kind of being an entrepreneur. You, you want to do something you love. So real estate was always a bigger thing for me because I can literally pass down the deeds to the properties I own and put my kids in charge of them. If they want to hire a property manager, boom, then that's perfect. They have someone running it for them. Um, but I thought about this as well, you know, the trading business where I'm producing content and doing promo stuff and, and all this other stuff, um, that's a business in its own right. That is really a secondary business that is different from just trading. And as my kids get older, you know, instead of sitting here slaving and doing 148 episodes of trading tips myself, that is something I can easily pay my kids to do. I can easily pay my kids to go through my 800 plus videos on YouTube, chop up the best bits and turn them into podcast episodes or turn them into content. That's something they can do with a very limited knowledge of trading. Obviously, they have to know some things about trading, but they don't have to know how to actually trade. So it was pretty cool because this was the first time that ever really came to my mind. And, and you know, I've had an intern, I've had interns before over the summer who did this uh, for me, but it's kind of cool just knowing that even if my kids don't want to be traders, which I can care less if they, they do or not, they're going to be financially educated, but they don't have to actually trade. Um, this is something that they can use growing up to not only make a, a side buck and instead of me paying someone else to do it, I can uh, pay it back to my kids, which will work both ways because now when they ask for something, I just say, use your own money. And they, they say, daddy, I don't have any money. I say, what do you mean? I paid you. I know exactly how much money you have. So that saves me money in the long run as well. Um, but it also teaches them a skill. It's going to teach them how to negotiate deals, um, you know, how to manage their time, really kind of time versus money. What's better? Do I want to hang out with my friends? Or do I want to make a quick, a quick buck doing this? And I think there's so many skills that can be learned from that. I, I, I'm, I'm happy about that. Now, again, I've got some years to go, but that just crossed my mind today and, and, and makes me realize that trading is more about trading um, this is a skill that can be turned into a business and this is a business that can be passed on to, um, either children or, or, or family or friends and, and not just the trading aspect, but just the, the business, the content management, the content creation and the marketing aspect as well. Mm -hmm.